0: So when you're off work hours, are you the person who is not at all accessible, sort of accessible, or the person who anytime your phone gives you a notification, you go right to it, even though you might be on personal time vacation, not in the office. We're gonna talk a little bit about accessibility during your personal time and more on episode 879 of today's antidote.
1: Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do do do, Tom. I'm gonna break in with breaking news. Right before the program started, I was checking my email. Nobody won uh, Monday's $900 million jackpot, but a ticket worth $500,000 was sold in Baltimore County. I believe you live in Baltimore County. I do. I believe that you buy lottery tickets from time to time. I bought one yesterday. Have you checked the numbers, Tom? Because if you've checked the numbers and you win, we will not be doing this program anymore. And I expect my cut of that. So, you know. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. wait. What?
1: Half a million dollars. You don't need me. I'm not
0: sure that's the only reason that I do this. Have you? Yes.
1: In, do you have your numbers in front of you?
0: No, my wallet's upstairs.
1: Tom, in the interest of you know what we're doing here, could you please go get the numbers?
0: Are you serious?
1: I'm dead serious. This no. would be the best broadcast ever if you actually won.
0: But of course, we're recording. So maybe why don't you go through your? Uh...
1: I'll do, you go get your ticket and I'll do your usual opening. All right. All right. Hold hey, on. welcome to today's antidote. We're waiting with bated breath for Tom to come back with his lottery ticket. And I uh, didn't expect this, but hey, it could happen. Um, in the meantime, here's the beauty of the situation. We are doing our broadcast. And if you've got something to comment, like hope you win, Tom, feel free to put it in the comments or any other useful comment. We are recording this episode, so this is actually Tuesday afternoon. We will not be able to respond in real time to those comments, but that's okay. You can still comment because someone might like what you have to say, and they might value what you have to say because you use words that they probably haven't used or describe it in a way they've never described it before. And at the end of this program, Tom and I will each give our anecdote, today's antidote, sorry, our antidote, today's antidote which is that one thing that we've come to realize through the course of our discussion. Well, give us something to think about, maybe something for you. So are you ready, Tom? Well, here's the thing. If yeah. I win, do
0: I want everybody to know, all the hundreds of thousands of people who watch this show to know that I've won? Let's go for it, Tom. it would be okay. So you're going to handle all the inquiries that I get when I
1: Yes. All right, Powerball? Uh the no, the winning double play numbers in the July 17th drawing. Did you play double play? No. It's got a Powerball.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. what are the numbers? Uh 9 Nope. 37 38. 38. All right. 62. 62. 69. And the Powerball was 23. Those numbers again are 9, 37, 38, 62, and 69. The Powerball was 23. Now stay tuned for the next program on our TV. Oh, sorry. I got carried away. The Powerball was what? 23.
0: I was only one off of that. I had 24. (sighs) Oh.
1: Two numbers, I that get
0: me anything? Probably
1: not. I don't know. Look at the back. If you got like two numbers, you might get like $3. Doesn't
0: it say on the back?
1: You probably have to go to their website. He's going to go right now, folks. Now (laughs) he's into it. (laughs) So while he does that, we're going to talk about accessibility during your personal time, because Tom clearly has moved into his personal time, and he is not accessible right now. I I let the beast go, and now the beast is totally engaged. This is your idea. Just it saying. was. I, I take responsibility. So uh, I'm going to start talking about accessibility. And during your personal time, this has always been a struggle for me. I've gotten better about this in the last couple of years. I actually have a weekend day now where I do no work at all. And uh, I didn't used to do that. But now I try to make sure that one day a weekend, I don't do any work. And if I'm doing something fun uh, and it's involving a lot of time, effort or money, I will often not work at all. So in fact, this weekend, I'm going to a beach for the weekend and I will not be working at all from late Friday afternoon until Sunday evening. And uh, in the past, I would apologize for that. And this time, not so much. Did you do your celebration? Uh, my celebration was we got to do the lottery thing live.
0: Well, here, so here's the, uh, well, it's not really live because <laughs> we're recording this show.
1: Oh, uh, good point. <laughs>
0: Would have been interesting. Well, oh no, because this is the next day after. So I did buy a mega millions ticket as well, which is like 600,000. Um, okay. Or 600 million. And that will go up. 600,000,
1: 600 million. That's a, you know, it's a rounding error. One zero. What's the big deal?
0: And anyhow, just for the inquiring minds who want to know, to win anything, you have to have one. Number and the Powerball, you win three bucks. If you have two numbers and one of them is the Powerball, you win seven dollars. Uh, I guess you got to get them all
1: to win. Um, the big prize, yes, you have to get them all to win the big prize. That is exactly right, Tom. I know that much. Here we go Powerball prizes and payout charts.
0: I'm celebrating the fact that I'm learning more about the Powerball. That's my celebration, just in case. Glad, glad we can provide that to you. So here we go. Here we go. If you get the Powerball, just the Powerball, you win four bucks. Okay. If you win, and I think this was this was from this this yesterday's drawing. Okay. If you have match one number and the Powerball, you get four dollars. If you get match two numbers in the Powerball, seven. Match three numbers, seven. Match three numbers in the Powerball, a hundred. Match four numbers, a hundred. Match four numbers and the Powerball, $50,000. Match five numbers, without the Powerball, you get a million. And um, if you match five numbers and the Powerball, you get the jackpot. You hit it all. There were five people. Who had five numbers? That's crazy.
1: That is high. Yeah. Wow. So, you're so, odds- uh, folks, this is today's antidote lottery version. Just you
0: started this. I'm I did start
1: this. I did start this.
0: Share some more value around the Powerball.
1: Did you hear what I said about my accessibility during my personal time? Not really. <laughs> okay. I was talking about how it used to be really hard for me to take personal time and just completely divorce myself from work. And more recently, I've been able to do it by just saying, I'm not going to work one day of the weekend. Just not at all. Don't check my email. Don't check my work text. Nothing. Never. I try to be really consistent with that one day of the weekend. So I didn't touch it on Sunday this weekend. Not at all. Okay. Uh, This weekend coming up, I'm going away. I'm going to the beach for the weekend and I don't plan to do any work at all. Okay. And what is going to be different is I'm not even going to take a computer or an iPad. I always take a computer or an iPad. I'm not this time. Okay. So, how many hours
0: are you putting in during the week beforehand?
1: I don't know, 50, 55, 60, who counts?
0: Well, I think that's the interesting, to me, that's the interesting question is, does it matter that you're not doing work on this weekend if you dive into other personal time during the week to make up for it? What's the difference?
1: I always feel guilty when I'm not working. Why? I don't know. I, like, like I really struggle now. The way my schedule works, I start working around seven o'clock with you because I consider this program work. No work in the sense that I'm not. You know, I can't I read agree. a book. I can't go play golf. Can't go for all a run. Can't play my guitar. All those things. And so it hit me a couple months ago. It's like, well, I started seven a.m. What's eight hours from? 7 and 8, that would take me 3 p.m. Jeez, I'm sitting here thinking I have to work till 5 or 6 o'clock to get eight hours in. And I started to realize it's like that's the other thing. So I will stop working. Yesterday I stopped working at 3 and felt really guilty by 3.15. And I'll feel guilty on Friday. I'll stop working Friday probably by noon. I'll feel guilty for All weekend about that. Even though I've logged the time and I've done the work, this week, arguably, I could stop working right now. And I've done substantial work for the week. So why don't you? Uh, I would feel incredibly guilty if I stopped right now. It's Tuesday the 18th at 2.46 p.m. So in 14 minutes, technically, I could stop for the day. Why?
0: Why do you have to work eight hours a day?
1: I'm telling you, that's how my mind is wired. And I don't think I'm alone. I think there are plenty of people out there going, oh, yeah, I got to log my eight. I think that's what happens to a lot of people who are in leadership roles. A lot of people who own businesses come from the corporate world where you log the time and it's funny because I'd work eight hours a day at one job and I didn't do a whole heck of a lot two days a week and no one seemed to care.
0: Well, and that's and the question would be, why? Why don't you just go to work three days a week? Right.
1: Absolutely. That it, Because it was one of those places where you work five days a week and that's how they were. And I think that's where we're starting to see the shift. More and more is, you know, get the work done. That's what was great about being a salaried employee. Although when I became a salaried employee most of my jobs, it was really just a way for them to say, hey, work more than 40 hours a week and we're going to pay you what we pay you regardless. You work 50 hours a week, hey, that's on you. 60, hey.
0: Well, I think the, the difference is they're the one who gets to set it based right. on whatever they believe has the value. Clearly in that case, then they're setting it out how much time are you spending there? Not the work that you're getting done. Right. And, and I think that's the um, challenge for all of us is we think, you know, so you're, you're saying you think you're, you think you're um, not impacting your personal time by taking the whole weekend off. When in reality, if you don't just look at the weekend, but you look over the seven days, The likelihood is that you have impacted your um, personal time significantly, given the extra time that you put in during the week to make up for it. Like, that's the it's it always seems like it has to be a balancing act Mm -hmm. of I have to have this many of numbers in. And I, I think where I've started to go to and still struggle with it, have challenges with it not about that number of hours I put in. It's about getting the work done that I need to get done the quality of work that I do. So if I don't, you know, it's interesting because I had two calls earlier today, we did our show. I knew we had to do our show. Part of me is like, I could be done and be okay with that. I have one other thing that I need to do. Um, I don't need to do, but I would like to do. And I could always, go take a nap, go sit outside, go work out, come back a little bit later and do it. And
1: blasphemy, I tell you, you can't be a business owner. You've got to be working 24-7. Come on, Tom.
0: Says who? I actually think that the business owners, many business owners work less than that because they figure out how to do it differently.
1: And that's the thing that, and some of this I'm being extreme just for, purposes of our discussion some of it not a lot but some but there are there are days where like I've given presentations sometimes where I I remember I was in a city a couple years ago and I gave a presentation it was 10 to 12 and it was a hard presentation the audience was rough just there were some issues I got through that presentation I was like I'm done for a day I was out of town. I went and had a nice little afternoon of seeing a town I wouldn't normally see. And it was like, I didn't feel guilty because like if someone sees me, you know what? I did a heck of a job. Those two hours were really powerful two hours. I also made a fair amount of money in that time as well.
0: Well, I think that's a, a question too is, you know, what is the value of your time? Right. If you measure it that way. Or and so many
1: people I know measure it with, you know, a 40-hour week. So I made X number of dollars in 40 hours. But when you look at how many hours they put in, it's 50 or 60. Well, it's because of what they know. And it's why, not always why, why, why efficient why, why, why. time. Like there, there are days where I'm not doing things. I would be better to just stop working at 2 o'clock or at 1 o'clock when I'm just not, it's just not working that day for whatever reason. And I struggle to do that.
0: So you likely push through, right?
1: I do with diminishing results.
0: So what would it get you to not do that?
1: Um, Consistent revenue.
0: And you're certain that by putting in the extra time, you're going to get consistent revenue?
1: No, I'm not certain of it.
0: Well, I think that's the challenge, right, is that you are making assumptions and creating expected results. Yes. And here's the thing, I think, that, and what ends up happening is that when those things don't go the way we plan, rather than say, "Hmm, maybe we need to do something different and do less, we decide we need to do something different and do more. So that we feel like we need to give up more and more of our personal time and spend more and more time in our business, become more accessible to others, and that that is going to have an impact on on our results. And I'm not so sure that's the case.
1: I'm definitely not so sure of that case. I, I just i I think uh, that mindset is prevalent. It's really hard yep. to break that. You know, that time equals money, and I've got to log the time to log the money. Even even though you know I, I've said to some of my clients from time to time, it's like I had one client, it was like, I just did a four million dollar deal. I was on a call for 20 minutes, said the things that got them to sign. I'm gonna take the rest of the day off. I'm like, the day, dude, take the month. <laughs> It's a lot of money, and he's like, Maybe. "Well, I'm going to take the rest of the day off." And so I text him in the afternoon, "Hey, how's your day off?" He's like, "Oh, you're not going to believe it. I checked in at one o'clock, and someone had a problem, and I was on the phone for two hours with him. And my question was, what was the problem? Was it necessary for you to be on the? No, it was just it was easier to deal with because he was on the phone, and I was on the phone, we had the time, and I said, okay." That's a choice. And I think often we make that choice. I make I make the choice to work one day part of a day on the weekend. I make the choice to text you Sunday evening. Do you truly make
0: that choice? That that I think is my question. The big question for me is: is it truly a choice? Or are you so conditioned to this that Yes, it's a choice, and it's not. that It becomes an expectation.
1: Well, if you don't make a choice, you've made a choice, right? I'm I not agree. consciously sitting there. I mean, this past week I did with you. I'm like, it's Sunday. I'm not working on Sunday. Tom's just going to have to suck it up, and we'll figure it out tomorrow. And the world didn't come to an end. I was yes. worried Sunday night. I'm not going to lie.
0: That, to me, is the thing. Is If you can go through and make that a choice and not worry, then you're making a choice. The moment you start worrying about the choice you make, you didn't really make a choice.
1: I got a long way to go on this one.
0: Well, I I think that's the thing is that if it's truly a choice, then it doesn't matter which choice you make. Work, not work, I'm okay either way. If you're not okay either way, then you're not truly making a choice that is not being influenced and i think that's an important thing for us to consider is people say that they choose to do work on the weekends and most people i would say i don't buy it i said if you can truly not do work on the weekends and not think about it or worry about it then you've made a choice the moment you start worrying about it wondering about it feeling guilty, it's no longer then you and then you don't make that choice ever again. So the choice is already made for you, based on how you felt the one time you tried to do it.
1: Do you have your one thing? I'm not sure. Go ahead. I would say if you don't prioritize your personal time, It's very easy for every time, all time to be work time. And if all time's work time, what's the use of doing work? Because work's great, I love doing my job, but I also need time away. And I find on the weeks where I don't get the time away, I'm not as good an employee the next week. My owner doesn't like me as much that next week because I'm not as focused I'm not as eager to do the things I need to do because I feel like I've been inconvenienced and I've just worked too much. Okay. How about you? I guess I would
0: say that, you know, um, I think that our accessibility during personal time is a little bit about what we talked about yesterday. It's about priorities. And when do we, and, and again, the balance between priorities and choices. Um, Like I can say that I, I could, I would probably, if I went back and asked my previous self, earlier self, if it was a choice to do work when I was on vacation or at home at night, and I would say, yes, it was, it wasn't. It wasn't, it was, uh, I would have felt guilty, felt weird. I would have been twitching because what could be going on that I need to know about. So it wasn't really a choice. It was a. it was a made up excuse to allow work to impact my personal time and not my personal time, I became too accessible to work. And I know, and everybody's gonna say, I imagine that it's so hard to get away from it, because of all the ways you can be notified today, and I said, "B.S." That that is also a choice. You can put your cell phone down. You can do what you're going to do. You don't bring a laptop. You don't bring a probably have to bring a cell phone, but you don't bring an iPad. You don't. You turn off all your notifications on your phone. Maybe even have tell somebody that hey, the the who are the people that you prioritize over anything. If there's an issue. Call this number. It's not my number because I'm not looking at my phone. Call them and say, "Hey, there's an emergency. We need to talk." And I'll have my phone. will be available. I'm just not going to look at it. And I think until you can truly do that, then you are allowing, you're creating accessibility during your personal time, not as a choice, as just that's the way it is.
1: I like that. I'm going to prioritize a meeting I have in a couple minutes. So can we wrap this puppy up?
0: We can wrap it up. All right. If you have one thing you'd like to provide, please feel free to share it in the comments uh, and we'll get back to look at it. And if you're listening to the podcast, there's no opportunity to share your comments. So please join us in our Sculpt Your Business from Chaos and Infusion to Confidence and Control Facebook group where you can share your thoughts and ideas there and you can gain value from those who share it as well. Um, if we don't see you inside of the Facebook group, we will see you Friday morning. 7 a.m. is Eastern time for our next episode of today's Anadip.
1: Hey, whatever you do, Embrace it, renegating you, it's so worth it. Go out and enjoy your day. We'll see you soon. Hey, sculpt your business, sculpt your business, sculpt your business. Go to RenegadeSuccessNetwork.com. It's all there. Sculpt your business, RenegadeSuccessNetwork.com. That's all there is to say. <sighs>